Hey everyone, welcome to Recent Eats. I'm your host, Aishwarya Iyer, and today I'm with a very close friend of mine who is a fellow entrepreneur. Her name is Kristen, and she has an incredible wine company called Nomadica. She's also a wine expert, and most importantly, she's a beautiful person inside and out. And I'm so excited to have someone who is in the wine world who can talk to us today about what they're eating and their relationship with food and all that good stuff. Hi, Kristen. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for spending some time with me this afternoon. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your company? Yes. So I've spent the last decade working as a sommelier in mostly Michelin restaurants all around the country, everywhere from three Michelin star Saison. I ran the program for Sean Brock at Husk. If anyone's ever seen Mind of a Chef, that was a very fun place to work. Most recently, I was at Osteria Moza for many years here in Los Angeles, where I currently live. I could bore you to death with my knowledge of Italian wine. And I started Nomadica five years ago. We do premium wine in sustainable alternative packaging. So right now we're in cans, which have half the carbon footprint of bottled wine. And we have some exciting innovation launching this year. All of our wines are sustainably farmed, no chemical manipulation, and of course, sommelier curated. And Aishwarya approved too. <laughs> I've had all of the Nomadica wines and they're so delicious. There's a Pinot Gris that Nomadica sells or used to sell as well, which is basically a skin contact orange, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Kristen? You are correct. So divine and delicious all four seasons long. Okay, so my first question for you is, what role does food play in your social and or family life? And second part of that is, do you enjoy cooking more or eating outside? So it's interesting because growing up, you know, I grew up extremely working class. We never went out to eat, which is kind of funny considering what I made my career in. But my grandparents moved to the U.S. from northern Quebec when my mom was a teenager. And so growing our own food has always been a huge part of my life. And my big food moments as a child often took place in the garden. I still remember like biting into a tomato, like fresh from my grandfather's garden. I lived on tomato sandwiches growing up. And then in college, I majored in sustainable agriculture and ran our community garden at my school. So my entry point to food was really through growing my own food. And nothing is more delicious than that. And I think that's how I really got into wine. There was a point in my life where I thought I would be a doctor and I ended up actually dropping out of med school to be a sommelier. And that was 100% because of the farming and the food aspect of everything. I always say great wine is made in the vineyard and not the cellar and is made by people who are leaving the earth better than when they found it. And I've always just been so drawn to the interplay between wine and food. And I've been really blessed in my life to eat at some of the best restaurants in the country um, because I worked there. <laughs> so I've had, had access to incredible ingredients, but I really, I, we love to cook at home. And in my older years, I'm much more drawn to cooking at home than eating out. I want to talk a minute about that tomato sandwich that you mentioned yeah. that you grew up eating. Can you tell us a little bit about that? What was, yes. yeah, tell us the bread composition. 
size of tomato, type of tomato, what else was in there? So, you know, we were, I'm not going to say poor, but but very humble. So it, this was like Wonder Bread okay. with margarine okay. and big, big, big slices of beefsteak tomato Wow, with salt and pepper. You know, not having a lot of money, uh, growing your food is the best way to eat healthy and have access to fresh ingredients. And so we would just live off those tomatoes and we grew everything from cucumbers, squash and beans and corn and in the summer and spring, because I grew up in Massachusetts, so very much a s- seasonal growing, uh, not like the bounty that we have in California. I feel like we get to eat lettuce year-round here, which is amazing. But in Massachusetts, really eating with the seasons, you know, eating your summer vegetables, and then in the winter, living off of beets and kale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was going to be my next my next question. Now that you live here in L.A. and it's farmer's market galore, how do you think about what you eat? And then let's get into the meat and potatoes of it, which is what did you eat starting from Sunday? So I think this is this is going to factor into uh, what I, I was writing, writing down what I was eating. And I was like, man, I'm so boring. I just eat very simple and clean and eat the same things during the week. Uh, I think a lot of entrepreneurs go through hard times. Uh, building a company is probably the most stressful thing that I've ever done. And in the last few months in particular, I've been really focused on making sure that I'm eating extremely clean and eating really healthy. And as then I have less anxiety, I'm in a better mood, and I'm able to be a more effective operator and leader for my team. So we only shop at the farmer's market in Hollywood. And for example, I ate the same thing for lunch, dinner, and breakfast Monday and Tuesday this week, which is a green smoothie for breakfast. I actually want to pause for a second and say, like, I think it's so important that you bring up that intentionality behind how you're eating. It doesn't have to be glamorous. Like, yes, you worked in some of the most glamorous and noteworthy restaurants in the entire country. But and and what you get to do, you know, as a career working in wine, there's nothing more glamorous than that, too, seemingly. But I think it's so important that you brought up like that ultimately food affects mental and like physical health and also mental health. And given sort of the taxing roles that an entrepreneur kind of takes upon themselves, I think it's it's um, it's really important to to bring up. And I'm glad that you brought that up. And yeah. And as along with that, I interrupted you, but um, I would love to hear, you know, that three meals that sort of continue on every single day. What exactly does that consist of? So starting with the green juice. So we green smoothie. So it's like green kale, oats, hemp hearts, chia seed, a little bit of fruit, whether that's banana or raspberries or mango. Um, we don't want too much fruit because Rihanna, sort of my mother-in-law is a dietitian, So I get a lot of oh, feedback wow. from her. I'm super lucky to have that. And and water and ice, of course, uh, and some Greek yogurt. And it's actually so good. Like I remember when we first started making these smoothies and I was like, is that even going to be good? It's mostly greens, but it's so delicious. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds delicious. Okay. So good. Been eating that for the last three days straight. Well, so Sunday I was okay. in Mexico. Oh my goodness. So okay. sun, my Sunday eating is like totally off the rails compared to my my middle of the week eating. 
can we, can we, let's talk about. Should we start with Sunday? Let's talk about Sunday. Okay, let's start with Sunday. I was in Sayulita for a wedding, which is the super cute beach town in Mexico. Oh my God, it's so beautiful there. And started the day off. This was the day after the wedding. So started with a green juice and some fresh papaya. That magical. I'm still thinking about this papaya and how it tasted. I think I was, I lived in Southern India for a while and just developed a deep obsession with fresh papaya while living there because it's so hard to find. And when it's not grown in a warm area, it kind of always has this like vomit essence to me. Right? Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. God, but it's like one of my favorite fruits. And then we went to the beach and on the beach, they were grilling skewers of shrimp that they would serve with hot sauce and lime. Wow. And you just, you eat it with the shell on. The shell added this like beautiful crisp to it. So good. And we had some guacamole that was, I just, I didn't, I'm still thinking about how good this guacamole was. And there's something about eating food at the beach. I feel like it always tastes better. I think so. I have to agree with that. So then, okay. So then you're back in LA and it, the green smoothie journey begins on Monday. Yes. How do you think about lunch during the work? This has been one of my biggest issues in life, period. Recently, I had to just put a calendar hold from 1230 to 1 that says lunch. My husband's invited to it. We split up who prepares the food. So he makes the smoothie and then we do a Greek salad for lunch with hard-boiled egg. And he makes the salad and then I handle dinner. I love this. First of all, he knows... Food has to be up at 1230 so I can scarf it down. Yeah. Yeah. I also mm-hmm. love the idea of a good Greek salad. Can you tell tell us a little bit more about what's in it? Yes. So greens from the farmer's market. So whatever is great that week. Sometimes it'll be endive. Lately, there's been a lot of really beautiful chicory, like these really beautiful pink radicchios that I'm obsessed with that are like glossy and so crisp and flavorful. Also love little gem salad, love the crunch. And then we add cucumber, some type of radish that we get from Wiser Farms, which is probably one of my favorite farms in Southern California. Their potatoes, radishes, carrots, everything they do is great. They have incredible melon in the summer. And we add feta from Drake Farms and eggs. I don't remember the name of the farm that we get the eggs from, but also from the farmer's market. What do you dress the salad with? So I am obviously the biggest fan of Brightland olive oil. So <laughs> Brightland garlic olive oil, Brightland champagne vinegar, okay. fresh lemon, because we have a Meyer lemon tree in our yard. Okay. And then sometimes we'll add shallot or oregano. What are your thoughts on red wine vinegar for a Greek salad? I love red wine vinegar for my like Italian chop salads. Yeah. But I'm just, I, champagne vinegar is like my favorite thing in the world. Are you a snacks person? I probably would be if I had time. Okay. But yeah. unfortunately, my it's I'll have eight or nine meetings a day. And so that's why what we do for dinner has evolved over time. And we've really nailed it to a science. So Sundays is my soup making day. We'll do a different soup every week. Usually we're, we look through Alice Waters' The Art of Simple Food, which is one of my favorite cookbooks. And I always recommend it 
to people who are just learning how to cook because I think Alice Waters has changed the way that we eat in America. Uh, she's certainly an inspiration to me. I cooked originally before I got into wine. Uh, Boulette's Larder was one of the first restaurants I ever cooked at. The chef there works for Alice Waters for a long time. We'd go to the farmer's market every single morning and then build the menu off of what was fresh. And so I consider myself heavily influenced by Alice Waters' farm-to-table style of eating. And it's just amazing. She'll have these recipes and sometimes they're soup recipes with five ingredients in them and you don't understand how they come together and they're so delicious and flavorful, but they're amazing. So Isn't this that funny? It's like quality over quantity. Exactly. And that's the, yeah. It's really amazing. It's like the oh, simplest okay. food's the best. So you look at that cookbook for, or look to that cookbook for inspiration <laughs> and are you both deciding together which soup you want to make? Do you take the lead on it? And then um, are you spending the afternoon or the evening on a Sunday making it together? Afternoon, couple hours. So my husband's very methodical and he needs a recipe to go off of. Yeah. Whereas I like to start at the farmer's market, see what's in season, see what they have, and then work backwards from that. You're a suggestion person. I am because now also, you know, we were just talking about food as medicine, which I'm really incorporating into my life so hard. So two Sundays ago, because I made a double batch of soup because I knew that I was gone this weekend, I made Alice Waters minestrone, but I juiced it up a little bit. So I added some bloom sterile spinach. I added black beans. I wanted to make sure that it had a little bit of everything because you definitely want to make sure you have your fiber and your protein. And in addition to the potatoes and San Marzano tomatoes, and of course your mirepoix, celery, onion, carrot. Delicious. And it's really good. Oh my God. I could eat this minestrone for every meal and we eat it for dinner every night. Well, I was about to say, and you're doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Best meal that you've eaten this year? You meant this year, like 2023, right? 2023. We're a month and a half in. Okay. Because if we were talking last year, it would be the meal that you cooked for me. My husband and I were talking about that. But this year, we have been doing grilled branzino on Sunday nights, stuffing it with those Meyer lemons. And we get fresh herbs, like fresh dill, fresh parsley, fresh oregano. It's been, we've eaten it three Sundays in a row. It's wow. so good. That's amazing that you bring up. It's funny when the minute I think of best meal that I've eaten, I automatically think of outside meals. I never, ever think of a meal that I've cooked or home food. So it's so funny that you brought up home food. And I, I love hearing that. I think I, you know, spending my life working in restaurants, there's something really special about eating either a meal at home or eating a meal that somebody who loves you has made for you. I think there is an incredible energetic transfer that happens there. I. Completely agree. Mm -hmm. We are transferring the energy that we feel into the food that we're cooking. That is exactly. Okay. Best restaurant in your city, aka LA. Juicy Dumpling. Oh my God. The best Shaolong Bao. Tell us more. Where is it? It's in Monterey Park. Okay. I go there more often than I'd like to admit. Everything on the menu is great, but their Shaolong Bao is incredible. Perfect. Favorite meal of the day? Breakfast. Because that's when I'm the most hungry. Very specific food that you would eat for the rest of your life if you could get all of the nutritional benefits. 
that you need. Pizza. With what uh, toppings? Any toppings. But I'm a classic margarita pizza girl. I feel like simple is always best. That's, I think, the theme of this episode for me <laughs> is just letting the ingredients shine. So sourdough pizza with fresh mozzarella, San Marzano tomatoes, basil, and oregano, and sea salt olive oil. Favorite dessert? Frozen yogurt. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like TCBY? No. There's, we started making our own. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. I'm like a homesteader over here. Yeah, no, we got the KitchenAid ice cream maker. So we just do Greek yogurt and then either honey or making like a simple date syrup. Wow. And then adding fresh fruit or like a peanut butter swirl. So good. I remember seeing... This episode of the Kardashians a long time ago where Kim had a frozen yogurt machine in her kitchen. And I was like, that's the pinnacle of wealth. That's what I want. And then I was like, wait, I can make my own froyo. It's <laughs> not that hard. So, Kristen, I think that this was one of the most delectable podcasts and recordings that I've been a part of. And thank you so much for coming on. And we will chat soon. Yay. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks, Maria. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Recent Eats. We're an independent podcast that's truly a personal passion of mine. And so I want to thank and shout out our producer, Evan Lindsay. I would greatly appreciate if you could rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts. To stay up to date with future guests, follow us at Recent Eats Pod on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at Hello Aishwarya. See you next time.